Hello, and welcome back to another team profile and projection here on Talking Baseball, where we are doing an episode a day every day until opening day, and we're talking about your Motor City Kitties. Finished second in the AL last year, winning 78 games. Are they going to be better? A lot of people think they can do better. Jake, what did this team add? Jim, they added some MLB guys. And speaking of guys, Trevor Plouffe and my tequila buddy, Jack Flaherty. Trev's tequila buddy, slash ignores him on the plane, Kenta Maeda. Couple guys in the bullpen, Shelby Miller, Andrew Chafin, and how about Mark Canna? He'll get on base for you, play some left field. Uh, Who they lost? Erod. That one's going to hurt. Gave them a good chunk of starts last year. Also, some some guys that were in their bullpen, Cisnero, Turnbull was floating around there for a while. Zach Short is going to hurt them. Uh, it's kind of like a compound fracture. Uh, Austin Meadows is on side, Matthew Boyd, and Miguel Cabrera headed to the Hall of Fame and whatever's in his weird-ass basement. Trev, <laughs> what's that lineup looking like? What is in his basement? Oh. Also, what is Detroit-style pizza? I have no idea, the but best. that's a thing. The best. Okay. The lineup isn't necessarily set as far as the order, uh, especially at the top here at the leadoff position. Right now, we're going with Parker Meadows, Austin Meadows, big old brother. He can get on base uh, well enough. There is some swinging with stuff there, so there could be a revolving door there until they find out who is going to stick, maybe Colt Keith. Uh, we got Parker Meadows up top, Riley Green, big stud, right field. He'll be at the top of the lineup as well. Spencer Torkelson, we all know about him. Jesus was a carry carpenter somewhere there in the middle of the lineup. You mentioned Mark Canna. He'll be in the middle of the lineup as well, driving and runs. Give you a good at bat. You know, hit some bombs for you. Colt Keith never played a major league game, but he's already got that deal. He looks like the real deal. His uh, minor league numbers are very impressive, and they have all the you know peripherals to make you think he'll stick at the major league level as well. Javi Baez towards the end of the lineup, which is crazy. They need him to step up and 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 have a a better year okay. after a good off season. Zach McKinstry. Jake Rogers will be splitting some of the catching duties with Carson Kelly uh, on that bench. Akil Badu, Andy Abanez, and Matt Vierling, who I love. Uh, so they have a pretty decent lineup here. A bunch of guys that we're familiar with, some young prospects they think could really bolster the lineup. So there's room for growth, and I think there's already enough like established hitters in here to be a threat as well. James, what about that rotation? The rotation's interesting. Jake mentioned a lot of these guys uh, because there's some newcomers, but you got uh, Tariq Skubal. The pronunciation game has me saying it, Tarek. But Tarek I go, like Tarek. Really? Yeah. Yes. So I've been Tarek wrong Skubal. my entire life. Tarek. Like Derek, Tarek. I like Tariq way more. Jack Flaherty. He's a friend. Kenta Maeda. They both got added. Matt Manning. Uh, righty pitcher. Reese Olsen. Names to watch. Casey Mize. Uh, Sawyer Gibson Long. Always watch out for Sawyer Gibson Long. And Alex Fado. Uh, Alex Lang will be closing it out. Jason Foley. Will Vest. Don't know. Joey Wentz, long reliever. Shelby Miller. Andrew Chafin. He was having a, a, a catch at, uh, down yesterday. I saw that on Twitter. Andrew Chafin's having a catch uh, with Alex Lang, I believe. Uh, Holton and Diaz round out. Names to watch. Bo Brisky. Mm. And always, because he threw up on the mound that one time. 
Those are your Tigers. Jake, What's you your first thought, Jake? Those are your Tigers. Uh, I think this is, I have good news for the people. I think the teams have taken a step up. Uh, what's that step mean? We'll find out. But, you know, we had a couple teams in this TPP range last year, Trev, uh, that people were kind of lower on because they hadn't done much yet. I think, you know, we're kind of in Texas Rangers and Snakes range from last year. I don't know if that's going to be these Detroit Tigers, uh, but I think we're going to stumble and bumble all over each other a little bit because just in our little pregame discourse, uh, I know you guys were kind of liking the lineup, a little nervous about the pitching. I'm kind of opposite. Um, I, I'm worried about the holes and depth in their lineup. Uh, I will say I love that they locked up your boy, Colt Keith, uh, because, A, that's going to lead to some cool nicknames. The guy's name is Colt Keith. Um, on every prospect list, he's been listed as a third baseman for years. They're saying he's going to be their everyday second baseman. So us, you know, looking at different available second basemen, all year, they said, nope, we're just going to make this guy the guy. No spring training story about it. Get settled in. You love that. They've got some platoon option it's options at third. I guess I'm worried that their lineup can end up with some big holes in it again. And coming off last year where they finished 28th in OPS, 27th in batting average, like it, it just feels the Detroit Tigers have struggled to hit for a while now, and I feel like that burden's not going to be off their back until it's officially off their back, but they do have a couple young guys that can turn the page, Bob Seeger. Ooh. I, I I know where you're coming from. I, I could Thanks. see how you look at this lineup and you could say, hey, you know what, yeah, shake on that. Uh, there could be some holes in it, but I, I, I'm more optimistic. Look, it's spring training, dude. Everyone's optimistic yeah. here. I think if you give a guy like Colt Keith that type of money before – I mean, I guess it's twenty what twenty six point eight over six years. It's not something out of this world, but he's a guy that should come up and 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 give you you know good solid at bats. I guess at least you hope. You never know. Uh, but if you if you start to add guys like that who are giving you good solid at bats, and again we talked about Mark Canna being able to do that. You know Torkelson, you know took a leap last year. Like the hard hit percentage is there. Riley Green needs to stay healthy and do that whole thing. Like I guess there is some ifs. Um, but you're right. This is the first time I've seen a lineup in the TPPs that I said, you know what? Like this lineup could win the wild card. Like they could go. I, and I believe that, you know, they're in the central. I think James is going to talk a little bit about how they fare against different, um, leagues and divisions in the league. Um, yeah, this one is thing's a- for sure. They're, they have the ability to win games with this lineup. This is a team on schedule watch. And I was just in the, the Reddit for these uh, Tigers looking at what their fans are saying. They had a nice thread. Where do you think is realistic? And uh, some of the top comments were like, it's April schedule watch. Hinch has been bad in April. His Tigers have slow starts. Uh, and that's not good. So in 2021, I looked at those game logs. It was bad. They were 8-19. Uh, and 2022, 7-13. Last year, 10-16 and 16 in April. Their schedule is a little softer this year in April than last year. Like last year, they had two against Baltimore, who ended up being, you know, 100-win team. Houston, they played. They played Tampa. So they had a lot of um, tough series out the gate. But it's not that soft this this year. They do get Pittsburgh and the A's right away. So that's two nice ones. But then you have the Twins twice. That's tough to play the Twins twice. 
because you're going to be competing with them for the division if everything's going how you want it to, Tigers fans. Uh, and then you got the Royals at the end. So we're a little bit on April schedule watch. Can you get off to a hot start? You know, you're in contention for the wild card this year, so you got to tackle every month. Maybe they didn't realize last year, like, how hurtful a bad April could be. On the other end, another big storyline last year was they uh, crushed the division. They had the best record against the AL Central out of all AL Central teams. And I have a quote from Scooble right here because uh, he just showed up in Lakeland as we record this. And he said, the eyes are set on the division. Win the division. You get in the playoffs and anything can happen. We've got to be a little better early in the year. I thought we played our division really, really well last year. So he's do right. that again. So he's all over it. Like schedule watch and opponent watch, the Jimmy Lytics that I love, you know, I like the baseball reference detailed standings page. He's all over it. The thing that he didn't mention, the AL East absolutely slaughtered him last year. They had the worst record in all of baseball against the AL East. They went um, 7-25. and 25. If they just can go like slightly below 500, they're looking a lot better in the standings last year. Like probably, a, you know, 83, 80, 84 win team. So that's, you know, not factoring in the players, the new guys, the new stuff around the league. But yeah, they had some real soft like splits schedule wise. It's clearly on Scooble's mind. So you're thinking the Yankees uh, clubhouse guys were messing with their food. They didn't play well in the East. I think that's what you just said right there. I think they didn't that think is, of that themselves is interesting, as winners. Though, it's crazy. You know? What's that? I think they didn't think of themselves as winners. They Now this year they're going to get up for all these uh, tougher teams, all these April series. They're going to be all over it. They were like, yeah, the kind Central of- stinks. We can beat these guys. And they beat them easily. Yeah, isn't that kind of the thing, though, is like that's just what happened. I mean, Baltimore was really good. The Yankees, for, you know, all their faults, like still pretty dang good baseball team. Like there was good baseball being played in the AL East last year and just not that great of baseball being played in the Central, essentially. Yeah. So, Yeah, they went 1-5 against the Red Sox and 2-5 and five against the Yankees, and those teams aren't weren't special last year. No. 1-5 against the Rays. Two and four against Toronto. Take that, Toronto. Losers. Mm. All right. That's what I got. I'm looking at weather splits, too, so I'll let you get back to you on that later. Like that. I'll tell you why the rotation is iffy to me, Jake. Okay. okay. we. I think there's going to be a lot of turnover during this season. I've got a lot of guys either coming off injuries, you know, Casey Mice, you know, off of TJ. Um, we got a bunch of guys who had their innings limited last year. So like, you can't just jump from, you know, 75 to hundred innings all the way up to like 180. So there's going to be turnover there. I think you're going to have school at the top. We'll see, you know, what, what's Jack going to give us this year? Is he going to give us 180 innings like of good ball? I would love to see that, but I mean, I don't know how you can necessarily count on that. Same with Maeda. He hasn't, th- he hasn't thrown those innings in a long time. So you're going to have to have, some sort of piggyback situation, some sort of six-man rotation. You're probably going to need seven to eight starters giving you innings throughout the season. And really, I don't, I don't know if you can really count on that. Like, is there an ad coming somewhere in that rotation during the regular season? Is it, hey guys, we're we're running the table here in the Central. We're in first place, and it's June. Like, can we get some help too? 
in the rotation. That's that's it can happen. Their prospects right now are very very much position player heavy. They got our guy Jackson Job. We don't know how to say his name necessarily, but he's a stub. He's a baby. So like a lot of their prospects are position players. There's not a lot of help on the way. So they either got to turn some of those upper level minor leaguers into something in spring training and and, and use them during the season, or they got to go out and get help. I just think that there's innings there that aren't accounted for necessarily in that rotation. Whenever you have that and there's question marks like that, it's like, that's where I get a little iffy, you know, on a team when I'm looking at the rotation already, you know, it's not great name brand stuff there. There just isn't. And that's okay. You know, guys step up here and there, but we're talking, we need like four guys in this rotation to step up and have better years than they did last year. That's a lot to count on for me. And so for that reason, I'm a little out on the Tigers rotation. Yeah, I I guess I guess the thing for me is I'm spinning that a little more half class full. Um, there's yeah. been a lot of injuries on the Detroit Tigers rotation the past couple years that has allowed other guys to get opportunities and some guys are coming back. So if you could get uh, the full year from Scooble, because his his last two seasons now, I mean, Great. you know, some of the numbers are like gross, gross, like a guy, like a one. Um, and like even guys that are now depth pieces for them, Fado, who we mentioned, like that guy started games for them right now. He's not penciled in the rotation. So I, I, what you're saying is true. Like, yes, you're not looking at a rotation that it's like, wow, these, you know, four horsemen are going to give them 160 plus. No, that's not going to happen. But do I believe in like Mayeda or Flaherty to click? Yes. I, I mean, it's a pitcher's ballpark. Like Michael Lorenzen, uh, made the all-star team with Detroit last year, not, that shouldn't be shots fired at Michael Lorenzen. It's it's a good pitcher's ballpark. Like I guess that's where my mindset keeps jumping back to is that you can find pitching uh, in a season with Detroit. Like that's a big old ballpark. Pitcher gets hot. I mean, Reese Olsen put some numbers up last year. Like the advanced stats didn't like him. And maybe he's a loophole. Maybe it's a little luck. Maybe it's a little of that stadium helping out a little bit. Um, maybe it's the cold weather in April. We're getting some weather splits on the way. Stay tuned. That uh, I don't know. I in their pitching, I see option. I see some depth, and I see options where it's like, oh, like you know, can Matt Manning go? Like he was a one nine pick. Can Casey Mize a one one give them something? And when you pair that with Scooble and say Maeda clicks, who like when that guy's right, you know, Trev, you've seen it. Um, I don't know. Like I, I can see the pitching coming together here. And the other secret behind it is the bullpen has a chance too. Like Tyler Holton last year threw like eighty five innings to a two two something ERA, um, and you know he's listed as a depth piece for them. Uh, like Lang, is it Lang or Lange? That one always Lang. gets me. Lang, Lang. I be Lang and Lang and Mud. He's a stud. Like that guy's the truth. Um, I like him. I like his outfit. He's got the mock turtleneck on with the white cleats. Like, I like it. He's got the mock turtleneck. Will's got the vest. So, like, I I don't know. I see the pitching happening with this team where, for me, the offense, I think we're going to look back at this this Tiger season, and if we're being honest, it's Riley Green and Torkelson. Are these guys all JM-type players? Um, Or are they going to be, you know, are there injuries or inconsistencies of young players? Because they go. If they go, the Tigers go. And they might go. I look, I, I like the lineup. I'm not going to disagree with you right there. I don't think it's just Torkelson and Green have to go. I mean, I think there's 
I don't want to say like they they need a bunch of they need seven guys to have their best seasons, but like we need. I think I think it's Javi Baez. Like you can't have some guy that's supposed to be you know the quote unquote leader of your team giving you like a five forty OPS or whatever the heck he's given them six twenty OPS. You know you can't have that. Like he needs to like find some way to be productive, and I think if that happens. You know, the rest of these guys are going to do what they're going to do, man. Like Riley Green and Spencer Torkelson are going to give you a good season. I'm pretty sure that Colt Keith's going to have a decent rookie season. Mark Canna is what he is. Like, I think that is the biggest like make or break for them is if you can get a, a, a electric hobby bias, even for like a couple months, like that changes things, dude. Like you, he's been he's been a guy that's drained their lineup, and you can't have that. So. Things need to go right for them, but I'm I'm almost more confident, or I know I am. I'm more confident in this lineup putting together a decent season than I am the rotation kind of like even getting through the season without additional help. They got some help on the way if they want it. I don't know. I'm going. I can I can go back and forth. I can look at the schedule stuff last year and be like, those feel like anomalies. They're going to find some more games there, and that'll get them in the wild card race. But then I can also look – I was just looking at their splits page as a team last year, and, like, there was no offensive hope I could find anywhere. Um, so I think the best thing they have going for them is the division's real weak, and, and they're not as weak as the rest of the division, maybe. like, And that's just for the 2024 season. I do think – movements going in the right direction here and they they have a uh, a top uh minor league farm system so hopefully the, you know even within the minors they graduate some of their like i think they have three first round picks that are like grading out really well they got five in the top 100 so i'm not saying like as an organization we're not moving in the right direction i'm just saying right now i can go either way i can see a fighting for the wild card and getting in it or i can see uh the guardians like surprising you or a, a team surprising you and you end up you know around that 75 to 80 air 85 area and you finish third in the division and that doesn't help anyone with anything but it's my thoughts Javi Baez had a 593 OPS last year through 547 plate appearances you just can't do that how, how do you like he shouldn't be if he's doing that he can't play how you know do you I mean? get like, him to stop swinging at like sliders away with two strikes I, I don't you know they said he made some adjustments in the offseason <laughs> in nice. a cage it's hard. It for, it's hard to, to watch those or, swings, and I know this is probably not the case. And it's but it's hard for me you to watch some of those swings and be like, "That's a guy who who's mentally caring about this you know, right now." Some I of could, them are I just could, like, "What?" I get that because he's got paid and won the World Series, done all those things. But it sucks to suck. Like, there's some motivation for you. Suck you you got to go. <laughs> they gave him 136 games last year. To go out there and stink for 136 games, that hurts your soul. I don't care who you are, how much money you have. Like eventually you gotta be like, fuck, dude. We I gotta try something else, or else I'm gonna spend six months being absolutely miserable. And the only thing I can do is retail therapy to help out. Like that's that'll get old. Unless you're yeah. Jake. Depends. DraftKings NBA season is rolling. Buzzer beaters, dunks. Will Javi join Detroit's NBA team? Probably not, but uh, you can get a bonus bet back of up to a thousand bucks if you get on 
in on the action with code TALKING. Minimum deposit $5. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers use promo code TALKING. Get a no-sweat bet. That's promo code TALKING only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. Where's this over-under at? 80 and a half. Mm, will the Tigers be 500? They split my 75-85 Can you believe that? <laughs> that stinks. Why'd they do that? Um... Okay. Here's the thing. Right. I'm getting seesaw. I'm getting tug of ward back and forth. Uh, Never did get those weather splits. How am I supposed to make my informed decision? Mm. The weather splits were tricky, and always I I will be using them. I don't know if they apply to the Tigers that much, um, but I, I I was in there and I was having fun. There <laughs> they were. Like they were middle of the pack in cold games under 40 degrees. Okay. Offensively, they were like a 93 OPS plus, so they were below average, but not like awful. But they have more at bats, so I don't know how you grade all that out. I'm going over. I uh, I've been 82. Going, I've, been going, I've been going first on these. Um, for me, the offense has been so, so bad. And if I'm being honest, I believe in Green and Torkelson. Uh, Torkelson put up a 31 spot last year, home runs. Second half, he got a lot of, lot of he got a lot of better. Uh, that's what I was talking to some people in the Bronx about. Um, and Riley Green, I think he's a stud too. And so then you start talking, is Parker Meadows, is Colt Keith. Go look at Colt Keith's baseball reference pick. Like, handsome. Like, kind of dating my daughter territory. I'm Colt Keith. She will be home by midnight. Like, so, there's going to be enough. There's going to be enough that clicks on <laughs> offense that if they can get Detroit Tiger level pitching, which I think they can, like, a lot of young guys performed for them last year. And I think there's a little bit of blood in the central that I've been buying Tiger stock. I'll, uh, I'll go with it now. I'm going over. When you were doing the midnight, was that like hey, him being a gentleman or him being the bad boy? Both. It's kind of it's kind of yeah, it's kind of Texas. Like I'm gonna Colton I, Keith. Like I'm gonna take. She'll be home, but I'm yeah. I bring her home. I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> you, it'll be midnight. Might not want to see her walk in the front door. Oh, oh my God! Take your daughter, bro. Why Jake. do people always do that? Hey, Colton Keith follows me, so uh, big fan. The Vermont, it's the I don't like when people are like, I'm in trouble out. with my daughter. I'm like, that's gross, dude. Why do you say that? My daughter's going to be an awesome, yeah. respectful woman. Uh, James, did you say over? Uh, yeah, 82 and a half wins. Jeez, guys. Sweep it. Well, we all went under last year, and we were all wrong. I like them being the stalking horse for the twins. Like, hey, we got this guy coming up behind us. He's not on the same level as us, but at least he's pushing us. Okay. Four games like I like behind. that aspect. You're calling of them a it. carrot. You get to 500. Trev, you're going to want the over when Jimmy shows you the picture after we cut this. 81 wins. They do finish 500. I take the over by a half of a game. Mark that down, Beavers. That's a half a game over. Sweet. They need to be good so my twins can fly. Back City. Brian Anderson led the league when, with two home runs in under 40-degree temperature last year. Tied, actually, with uh, Masataka Yoshida. <laughs> I wonder like if he's Alex Lang's look a lot. He's kind of a bad boy. Maggie Cab's out of the lineup, which was kind of like, hey, we're going to lose. 
Hmm. Bobby Bias. 